Welcome to the Insurance Talk with Galizano Insurance Podcast. Here's your host, Margaret Galuski. Well, welcome back, listeners. It's Charlie McDermott, co-host, producer of the show, back here in the studio with Margaret. Margaret, how are you doing? Good morning, Charlie. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing terrific. Loving the insurance talk. And I mean, talk about an insurance insider. I mean, some of these topics we've gone through have been eye-opening for me personally. And I know our listeners, uh, I mean, the food, the feedback, I almost said food back. I guess I just did food back. Yeah. <laughs> Why am I thinking about food on a Monday morning at 8.30? I, I, what is wrong I'm with I'm always me? thinking about food. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the feedback, uh, phenomenal. And and uh, today is going to be a, another home run because this is something that, again, never really crossed my mind. And in the past, I've I've done some of this in our previous home and um, had no idea. So uh, I've really, yeah, yeah. Surely, you know, I just assume that the uh, the old uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna you know share you know Airbnb or VRBO or whatever you know service or maybe hey, it's just a a side hustle that you do. Um, well, I kind of knew that wasn't you know kosher and you were risking, <laughs> so I would never do that. But man. I'm, again, taking notes in all years to learn more about this home sharing and how it impacts uh, insurance. So it's it's gotten very popular over the years, yeah. right? Um, just using Airbnb's occupancy rate uh, for 2022, Fort Myers Beach um, had a 72% Airbnb occupancy rate. And Cape Coral, I believe, was a little higher at 74%. So lots of people are doing uh, this, right? Yeah. But my question is, are they telling their insurance providers? Because on a standard, on a normal homeowner's form, you sign that application and you say there's no business exposure. And what are you doing when you rent out your home and you're taking money? That is now yeah. a separate business exposure. Yeah. Um, so really what you're doing, there's, there, there could be a gap in coverage. And what happens is most people think, well, nothing will ever happen. But, um, you know, for me, I've been doing uh, short-term rentals, I, I want to say, probably for the last 15 years. And even now, before Airbnb kind of became so popular, it was done primarily through property management companies where, you know, um, they would advertise it on their site. And that's, you know... That's a different exposure altogether if it's not being put on Airbnb or VRBO. Some carriers are okay with short-term rentals as long as they're not advertised on that site. So you have to really, really be careful, you know, when you are um, making that decision because right. on the websites, they offer all of this host insurance, a million dollars, yes. you know, for the liability. And it makes the homeowner feel very comfortable, right? Yep. Yep. But what happens if that homeowner has a fire while it's rented oh. and is Airbnb going to cover that? Or is Airbnb going to say, no, go to your property insurance provider. And then, you know, you run the risk of that claim yeah. being denied. Remember insurance is a contract yeah. and that's what the application is for. And so it's very important to make sure you're covered for these risks before you, make that decision to advertise it. 
And I know that situation all too well after going through the experience of Fort Myers Beach and and my neighbors and everyone else, you know, the the flood versus the home insurance and the Mm -hmm. back and forth of, well, I thought this was covered. No, that's covered by the other company, you know, other policy. And and then, of course, you know, the, oh, geez, well, I didn't have flood. So uh, what now? But um, so. Go back to what you said. You you said so. So if I'm using a, you know, an agency, a real estate agency, there's a chance I might be covered there. Or I guess bottom line. So a lot of property managers know that there is a different coverage needed because they they've been doing this for a long time and they work with agents. I have a relationship with several property management companies from. Bonita Springs to Cape Coral to Sarasota. And they understand that when they take a client on, they should speak to an insurance agent. So usually, you know, those people are, um, you know, taken care of, not necessarily through the property management company, but they're educated through the property management company. Uh, You know, my concern is for the people that just sign up with Airbnb, decide to do their house and not tell their insurance provider. It could make you ineligible for coverage. It could put you on the other end of a non-renewal. It could, you know, my biggest fear is a claim denial because a lot of people think, well, how would they find out? But carriers, (laughs) not (laughs) that hard. It's called the internet. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. And, you know, some of these applications will ask, "Is, is this property ever rented? So if you check no, and it was, I mean, it's, it's, You're done. it's, yeah. it's an, un, it's, it's an unfortunate situation that we don't want to see happen for anyone. The other thing is, you know, when we do do the short-term rentals, they require things like um, pool markers for the depth of the pool. If there's a pool, carbon hmm. monoxide detectors, can you verify that they've been checked after every renter leaves? You know, you've read about these instances where, unexpected things happen. People pass away. Do you want to be on the other end of that? Mm. And do you want to know that you've taken every precaution to make sure that you're not in a situation where, you know, you're not protected? Wow. So I can think of a couple scenarios right off the top of my head of listeners who are um, maybe taking a lot of notes here. And, um, you know, one is, geez, I am currently uh, now. Now this recording is is happening towards the end of March or the last week of March, 2023. So we're kind of getting through season. Although, uh, you know, going back to my past experience, we we've had renters uh, come in in April, significant May. I mean, and then the occasional summer. So um, I'm already committed, and um, <laughs> I haven't reached out to my insurance company. What happens? What do you recommend? Are you still planning on doing that? Oh no, no, I, I, I I'm not saying me. No, oh, I'm out of that. Else. I don't do that okay. anymore. That was in the past, yeah. but um, I'm just saying for listeners who already have bookings and um, they haven't reached out to their insurance company. What do you make recommend? that phone call? Send yeah. that email. Make that phone call. Notify them in writing. This is my plan. Whether, you know, and sometimes the requirement is a minimum of seven day rental. So the people that are doing it, um, you know, for two or three days, that could be an issue because certain carriers have a time minimum. 
certain carriers will allow it for a couple of times a year for a minimum of a 30 day rental. And then some carriers are fine with two or three day rentals. So, you know, but the price is usually reflective of that as well. So when you're, you know, you're making, you're setting these prices, you know, I always tell my clients, please factor in the insurance as part of the cost of doing business. You can't expect to pay a certain rate for personal insurance when this exposure is completely different. Yeah, on which leads me to my next question. Sure. Which your experience, and I, I, I know, uh, my Lord, it's like throwing darts blindfolded in this insurance market. Uh, but for, for listeners to give them an idea of what they could expect, a range, uh, uh, what, do you, what have you seen from an increase in, in premium? We have seen significant increases. Yeah. Um, you know, I've seen anywhere from 25% to 60% increases on rates. Wow. Um, it is it is a very, very hardened market. We were hemorrhaging before Ian yeah. and then Ian came. And, um, you know, choices are limited. Insurance carriers are really tightening up what they're taking on, what the exposure that they, they want to be on. Um, so, you know, it's really important, though, I have to emphasize, Charlie, it's important to shop price, but it's it's probably even more important to shop coverage. If you're not protected for the exposure that you have, then that policy that you're paying for is basically worthless. Mm -hmm. Wow. Wow. So at the end of the day for our listeners, uh, it's, it's important to to maybe do some uh, rate increases that make sure you're covered. You know, it's, it's the cost of doing business. I mean, it's just, uh, there's there's no free lunch out there and you want to be protected. And uh, yeah, you're, you're right. You just can't you know, really bolt on a business onto your home and expect to be covered, even though. And again, I raise my hand. Oh, you can't see my hand on video there. I raise my <laughs> other hand as to that. That's exactly what attracted me when I saw that a uh, number of years ago. Like, well, geez, you know, um, I'm covered. Let's let's just do this. See how it goes. And uh, we were we were fortunate, uh, but wow, um, I, uh, I I would have had a different you know whether or not I would have done it or I don't know back then, but uh, at least I would have investigated. So right, yeah, yeah. Well, very very good stuff. And and you know that also leads me, Margaret, to and and maybe uh, this is a a whole nother episode in and of itself you know there are other businesses maybe that operate from home uh, and mm-hmm. maybe this is because of covid right the the covid influence or or maybe it's just something that that someone has been doing i mean the first thing that comes to mind because of my health club background is personal training right you know you yeah, you turn the garage into your community gym, uh, uh, or you do boot camps uh, uh, in in the local park or something. Um, so, I don't know. Is does does that justify a a conversation? I'm so glad you brought that up because <laughs> I have actually had underwriters call me when when we issue a homeowner's policy. Um, you know, they will go on public record and find that there's a business address affiliated with the home address. And then I will have to confirm with the homeowner that there is no foot traffic, none coming Mm -hmm. on the property for business related purposes. So there are attorneys sometimes who work from home. 
um, mm. and have clients come to their home, they might have a designated office. Yeah. You really, really, that's another phone call you need to make because mm. a standard homeowner's carrier is most likely to say no to that. Not that we can't help you or place you, but we're going to have to go through other avenues and write a homeowner's policy in the surplus lines area most of the time um, instead of the standard market. Yeah. Great yeah. question. Wow. <laughs> so like, I, I see, um, you know, there, there's, there's homes that do like swimming lessons for kids. In yeah, their home, yeah. And I cringe, I cringe. And I, you know, I say, Oh my gosh, I, I hope they know to, you know, I'll just see it on Facebook or whatever yeah, that they're yeah. offering these services in their home. And it's like, you know, you just pray nothing happens or that they did make those phone calls, you know, yeah, as a, yeah. as a smart business owner. Um, and, and hopefully they, they protected yeah. their asset correctly. Wow. Good, good stuff. Jeez. Anything that we've forgotten? Anything else that you want to share? You know, just to um, understand that anytime there's a change in, in how you're using your property, even if you're changing it from a homeowner's policy to just an annual rental, you probably need a different policy for that. Yeah. Um, it's That's why... It's always best to have an actual agent and not deal with a call center. Um, and that's my best advice. Great, great advice. Well, Margaret, thanks once again for sharing your inside knowledge there. And uh, I'm going to let you get back to your week. It's Monday. We were celebrating before this episode. We both love I'm what ready. we do. And it's like, we can't wait. As strange as it sounds, we can't wait for money to roll around. So uh, I don't want to keep you from having any more fun there. Get back to it. For Thanks, our Charlie. listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For our listeners who want to get in touch, want to learn more, maybe have questions about their policy and what they have going on at their home, what's the best way? Um, I, it's right there on the screen at, at our website, galazano.com. And we do answer the phone. Uh, they can reach out to us at 239-202-0233. Terrific, terrific. And yes, I'm glad you said that, Margaret. For our, our listeners who want to watch the show, I mean, you, there's a lot to watch here, right? We, we have to start like making faces and things. I have secret codes for your YouTube uh, uh, watchers, but now we're not doing any of that yet, but hey, you know, maybe we'll start doing that. But uh, uh, we do record this live, uh, uh, or not live, but we do record the show, so you get to see Margaret. And and uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't think anybody wants to look at me, Margaret, frankly. But you know, um, I think you'd be wrong about that, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will see you in the next episode. And, Sounds good. Uh, you have a great week. Thanks, Charlie. You too. Thank you for listening to the Insurance Talk with Galazano Insurance Podcast. To learn more about Galazano Insurance, go to www.galazano.com. That's www.galazano.com or call 239-202-0233.